0: Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by T-Mobile. At T-Mobile for Business, unconventional thinking means they see things differently so you can focus on what matters most. That's why they become the leader in 5G, number one in customer satisfaction, and a partner who includes 5G in every plan so you get it all. Unconventional thinking from T-Mobile for Business. Open Signal awards T-Mobile as America's fastest 5G network. User experience reports July 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain planner features. See T-Mobile.com for J.D. Power 2020 award information visit jdpower.com slash awards
1: want to hear something amazing discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you earn how amazing is that in fact it's even more amazing because of all the places where discover is accepted 99 percent of places in the u.s that take credit cards so when it comes to discover get used to hearing yes more often learn more at discover.com slash yes 2021 Nielsen report limitations apply On today's episode of Titus and Tate, we are officially one week, Tate. One week. Until the start of the season. It is happening. We are back. Uh, college basketball is back, and to, uh, to to get excited. I mean, it's it's we we tip off in a week. The Champions Classic is one week from today. Um, we have decided for our big blowout preview here at Titus and Tate. We are going to go through every Division One game that will be played this season, pick winners and losers, both <laughs> money line and against yes. the spread. We yes. are going to do over unders for every single all 358 Division mm. One teams. We are doing all of that on this podcast today. I'm kidding. <laughs> wow,
0: I I was gonna say. Is I am fully unprepared for that, but I'm ready. <laughs> run through the teams, run through the games. I would do
1: if we actually did that. I would have every team, you know, like I would no, have. I, I'm uh, going
0: to right logic, wrong pick the whole the whole season. Just show what I picked early on and say things have changed since then. Right logic at the time, wrong pick.
1: There's a hundred percent chance my math wouldn't add up, and I would have teams just winning way too many. Like I would, <laughs> I would forget that some teams have to lose these games. So yes. I would just pick every You're like every Maryland, team.
0: Maryland's going to win 31 games from what I'm <laughs> yeah. seeing.
1: I'd have every team in the Big Ten going like nine, not yeah, whatever. Who cares? Uh, we'll move <laughs> on from that. Uh, but but we are going to talk about uh, one week from the season. Tape vibe check on the on how we're feeling. Um, I I, I can't believe it came up so quickly. As, uh, I I don't know. My the, the ebbs and flows of of these calendars are are, are tripping me up, dude. I got to be honest because of the last couple of years, it's been. Um, you know, obviously different. So now I look up, it's, it's football season, the World Series is still going on, and I was yeah. like, oh my God, we're a week away from college basketball. We're here, we made it. Uh, we're going to talk about the vibes we're feeling. And we're also going to talk about a couple suspensions. Uh Kofi Coburn. I was going to say
0: we we did last the last time we spoke to each other, we did Secret Scrimmage Season. And yep. that was a, a whole, you know, rollout from all these teams. But now it's suspension season. Now we have yep. to figure out who is going to miss the first few games because of prior prior, you know, engagements, occurrences, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, we got some big updates on that. And I think I said on the last show, Kofi Coburn was on the chopping block and he gets three games, and Jay Billis is upset. That. We gotta talk about that. It's wrong. It's, it's wrong. wrong. <laughs> uh,
1: Kobe Coburn suspended. Jalen Wilson was also suspended, Kansas. That yeah. one's not as fun, though. That's not uh, fun, yeah. That one's not as fun.
0: The no. Kobe Coburn one
1: is more fun to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about our, our vibes, our feelings. One week out. The final countdown is here. The final Coach mm. K season mm. is mm. upon us. Yes. I cannot wait. We're gonna talk about it all, but first. What Durham.
0: He takes <laughs> the timeout.
1: All right. First of all, uh, I want to do a little housekeeping apologize um, for for those who aren't aware, those who don't follow social media, all that kind of stuff, Tate. Um, which I, at this point, I I hope it's a lot of our, our listeners. You know, I, yeah. I've take said a break. Take a break. Get yeah. off social media. But uh, I th- th- we do have people that listen to the show that do that do not follow anything but the show. So you know, they might have checked their feed on Friday and said, "Where's mm. uh, where's." Where's the show? What, what are you guys doing? What are you guys liking? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to say I, I wanted to first of all apologize. We did not do a show on Friday, and I uh, anytime we skip shows, I do want to break down why it happened. So we, we are transparent with the audience. Yes. Um, and this time there there was a death in, in my family, and I had to go back to Indiana. I I I don't want to talk about uh, what ha- I'll save it for the end of the show because I might start tearing up, and um, we'll just we'll just I don't know if you care if you really care. I'll talk about it at the end. Mm. We're gonna get into the college basketball part, uh, but I just wanted to open up and. We did not do a show on Friday because uh, there was an unexpected death in my family. And uh I'm a family I'm a family man, Tate. Yeah. Know, when, when when tragedy strikes the family, I drop everything and I fly back home and, and hug up on the people I love. So that's what I did. And we did not do a show because of it. But we are back uh and and I need this, I need uh I need fun things to talk about, and nothing nothing is more fun in the world to me than college basketball. One week out, the champions classic uh is next Tuesday, which the games for the, for those who don't know, because this is confusing. <laughs> I gotta say this. I want to start this. This first is my first and this...
0: foremost, welcome back. You know, yeah. the, the Friends of the Pro. Program, missed you. Uh, we send a lot of love to the Titus family, and it's good to have you back. It's good to have you here, and it's good to have an escape. Thanks you know, so. college basketball Titus for you and I is an escape, but it's also like a family. You know, it's a different kind of mm. thing, and uh, you know, come back to your college basketball <laughs> family. We love you too. We know your Titus family. we were so happy you went back because you had to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, shout out and happy birthday to uh, Coach Titus as well. We got it. We got to make yeah. sure yeah. Uh, we do that on the other side. But yeah, back to college basketball. Six- Let's do that. He's, yeah, he's 65. Yeah. Uh, this This uh, college basketball
1: is (laughs) is like Olive Garden, Tate. Mm. We're we're, we're all family (laughs) here. Uh, No, I was saying, uh, Champions Classic next Tuesday, I want to start with this. This is my first. This is my opening thought on this show uh, as we're one week away from the start of the season, and it's this. Um, All the promotion for the Champions Classic is... is Coach K farewell tour. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. No, it is... uh, They they don't do a good enough job. This, This is my complaint every year about this stuff. They don't do a good enough job actually explaining who's playing who and at what time the games are. Yes, it <laughs> is like like every commercial I see, every graphic I see is just like Michigan State, Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, Tuesday night, boo boo boo, boo. <laughs> And then I'm like, who's playing who again? And mm-hmm. what's who's first mm-hmm. and who's second? And I guess it doesn't matter. But like play the
0: promo again. <laughs> yeah, play the promo. Coach
1: K, Bill Self, Magic. John Calipari. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm like, all right, all right, all right. That's great. I'm trying to remember like who, where are these teams ranked, mm. and who's playing who and it's like quit asking questions just turn on the tv and watch brands brands um, brands so uh to 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 I, I looked this up we got we got clarity on this tate the Great. first game is kansas versus michigan state that i believe tips at seven o'clock but oh, okay you know it's the espn it'll be the espn screwy deal where like kirk Herbstreit street will come on to talk about the college football playoff ranking and they'll actually tip off at like seven seventeen or something yeah of Eastern. course yeah, yeah, yeah and then Cincinnati is that. still the sixth seed, yeah. even though they're <laughs> yeah.
0: still undefeated. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Duke-Kentucky's after that. So that is, uh, that is opening night. Those are not, uh, despite what, what people may think, those are not the first two college basketball games that will be played uh, on the season, but mm. that's what ESPN wants you to think. So I guess we'll just roll with it. Those, those are going to be the first two games of the season.
0: <laughs> I was going to say I don't even count those games. I think the season really starts that weekend. You know, that's when I really yeah. start to lock in. Um, but the Champions Classic always has our attention, like you said. We have all the the national brands, but what ESPN is asking us also is how big will Duke win in Coach K's farewell mm. tour? That is the headline of the ACC preview. Not this. This is not the Duke preview. This is the ACC basketball preview brought to you. By ESPN because that is the question: How big Titus will he's how big will he succeed in his final season? We're well, all eyes on Coach K. Uh, you and I pointed this out. The last time we went to Champions Classic, they have four faces on the wall. It's coaches. <laughs>
1: it's the coaches.
0: It's the coaches. It's always the coaches. Yeah, no, those are the real the, champions. Exactly. The players have never. People forget the,
1: the 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 college basketball players have never won. It's actually the opposite, isn't it? The coaches never. Win the title? I was about yeah. to say the players never actually win titles. It's only the coaches that win. Well, the coaches I, say I, but that, then, but at the end of the day, you know. But is it no? No, I'm thinking of the. Uh, I'm I'm an idiot. I was thinking <laughs> of the uh, the gold medal. That's what it was. That's what I was thinking. I mean, like how the coaches, like Coach K, has never actually won a gold medal because mm. coaches don't get medals in the Olympics. <laughs> you should bring that up every every Coach K every every time someone like says he ev-
0: he has this he has three yeah. Olympic golds
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually
0: he has zero. <laughs> You're like false yes yeah, yeah respond with an asterisk
1: <laughs> Oh anyway so uh, let, let, I mean maybe we'll start with the Coach K farewell tour I wanted to ask you this Tate. Always. As, that, that is as, the
0: theme of the season we, we are starting with the, we are starting and ending with the Coach K farewell tour because I'm already on the tour of I don't think he's done I think he will return <laughs> this is the Logan Roy tour John Shire has one more year to wait. Um, I'm already getting ahead of it so we'll see what happens i i wanted to do an overall vibe check though one week out as mm-hmm.
1: uh as the season nears um and and teams are the secret scrimmage season appears to be behind us i yes. think it's uh it's officially exhibition season now yeah. <laughs> yes. um and teams are quickly realizing they might not be as good as they thought or they're better than they thought mm. or I, I i don't know we're in that part of the season where coaches are like ah shit this is uh i, I thought we were gonna be in a better place than we are yeah you know, whatever um. But what say you, Tate, as, as you are one week out from the season, where, what is the vibe check with you on where
0: we're going with this season? What do you feel good about? What do you not feel good about? Mm. Um, all that sort of stuff. Well, the first thing I'll say is uh, I felt very good about Kansas, as I told you and I've said on the air before. I had Kansas as my number one team. I I am a little, you know, hesitant about about how much I was swimming in the the pool right now because of, you know, you mentioned Jalen Wilson. We got that situation going Mm -hmm. on. So we got some off-the-court stuff that we have to deal with. So Kansas, if all things... You know, we're 100% solid there. I would be exactly where I was a couple of weeks ago. So I'm not saying I'm jumping fully out of the pool, but, you know, I'm swimming over to the side, and I might hop out and just, you know, have my have my feet in for a little while. You know, I'm, a- I'm not all the way out, Kansas fans. Don't get too upset. But I'm, I'm a little concerned. I will say that, Titus. I, I felt good. A, a lot better, I guess I should say, a couple of weeks ago.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, I saw Remy Martin signed a uh, Toyota. Was it Toyota or Honda? Toyota, I think. I think a Toyota, Toyota deal yeah. like yeah. with the local... Uh, uh. Toyota car dealership. Yeah. And we know about it's Kansas It's like Tai Tai
0: Washington for Kentucky. He signed with yeah. Mercedes dealership uh, in Ooh. Lexington.
1: Ooh, so yeah. that's a point
0: for Kentucky, getting yeah. the Mercedes. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: But we know we know what happens with Kansas guys that get these free cars, Tate. That was the original mystery on this podcast. Billy when, Preston. When Billy Preston got mm. his, uh, yeah. he hit a What, he hit a fire hydrant and a curb? I think so, and then <laughs> then fled the scene. Right, just yeah. ran. <laughs> and there were bags in his trunk. <laughs> I,
0: I, what in the world? What a wild time! Yeah, that time. was a great that was a great time for uh, content. You know, for it you. It really right. was. <laughs>
1: it really, really was. Uh, I want to say that I want to start with this with my vibe check beyond the, the Coach K farewell Please. tour, which I'll get to in a second. Um, I I put myself on a timer. I I put it in my calendar. I I literally did. I could show you my calendar if you don't believe me. Um, on my phone that I had to make a decision about UCLA by the start of November. Okay. Because I was very wishy washy. And there's one thing you can't do in this business, Tate, and it's be wishy washy. No. You have to have takes. The people are you listening to You either wish us. or you watch. Yes. You decide. Yes. The people listen to us because they want the takes. They're saying, mm. hit me with it. Give me your picks. Give me your takes. Give me that. And UCLA, I was going back and forth because uh, it depended on. My perspective, like it depended on the 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 frame of mind I was in, whether I wanted to focus on the fact that they were an 11 seed that almost lost in the play-in game to Michigan State. <laughs> don't don't think about that. No. <laughs> or whether they're a Final Four team that brings everybody back and added a yes. five star and also transferred Miles yes. Johnson. Think about that's, that. Think that's about that. Get a lot of minutes. Uh, which one am I going to go with? I have I have made a final decision one week out. My vibe check on UCLA is I'm in. I'm oh yes. Screw it. Life is too short to not buy into hype, especially when it's like. Uh, uh, a blue blood that has fallen off like you know if it's indiana or ucla yes or like if syracuse had some hype around them i'd be like yes like uconn for example you know if you wanted to talk me into uconn i'm like yes let's go Mm -hmm. um so i'm in i'm in on ucla people and i'm gonna i'm gonna make this argument i'm gonna i'm gonna prove that i'm in on them i'm gonna make this argument uh people forget that because everyone wants to focus on last year ucla entering the tournament like they lost four in a row entering the tournament Mm -hmm. they almost lose to michigan state in the playing game if they lose that game they might be, un- like, honest to God, if UCLA loses to Michigan State in the play-in game, they might be preseason unranked. They bring all those same guys back. And everyone's like, they lost five in a row to end the season. They, lo- they they didn't even make the real tournament. This team sucks. Unrank them. Um, but instead, they're ranked second. But I would like to point out <laughs> to everybody that no conference in college basketball last year. First of all, the Pac-12 may have been the best conference, as we saw yes, at the NCAA In the tournament. tournament. Yes, Pac-12 that's, that's a way to shake that. Mm-hmm. Uh But number two, Tate, no conference had to deal with COVID bullshit. More than the Pac 12 did last year. Yeah. Or at least no major conference, you know? Like all the, all the like crazy rules of uh, like Mass, Nomad, like Stanford wasn't even playing at home for most of the season. No, they were in Chapel Hill um, for a
0: little yeah. while. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They had to play Chapel Hill and then they were playing Santa Cruz. Uh, there, we, we were going into the preseason. We we're reading all these reports about like, like whether teams can play or not play, like even practice, I mean, or not practice because of LA County mandates and like what yeah. was the, you know, I mean I think Arizona was fine, but I think the rest of the <laughs> the rest of the Pac twelve states were like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, you know. Um, Utah was probably fine too, I would imagine. Mm. But uh yeah, so so I'm gonna make that excuse for UCLA. I'm gonna remind everybody that they had to deal with some COVID bullshit. Uh, not really. Did, did it affect? I can't remember how it really affected them. But I'm, I'm going to point to like. Well, Chris I'm Smith sure
0: also got hurt. That was the. that was the Smith thing. also got They hurt. had to figure out who they were without Chris Smith. He was obviously the leader of their yep. team. Uh, he still led from the sideline, but obviously on the court they had to decide who was the guy. And Hami Hawkes is really the guy. Triple J is the guy yep. that I believe. I mean, as much as I love Johnny Juzang and and I am you know number one in the Johnny Juzang fan club, I have said you know on the record that if you are going to go to Coachella, you should buy that man's UCLA. Mm-hmm jersey and wear it um, but Hami Hawkes is the heart and soul of the team and um, he and Mick Cronin are tight Hammy Hawkes well, is uh, Jake Kyman's my heart and soul Jake Kyman Ka- is my heart Kyman Ka- 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 is my heart Kaiman's and soul. The X factor. <laughs> yeah. he's the X factor a lot of um, people think he's a glue guy misconstrued he's no, an X factor no, he's an X factor <laughs> his don't don't
1: let the color of his skin fool you yes. just because he's a white dude off the bench does not make him a glue guy no. he is in fact an X factor um, similar to Ty- Tyler Hero you know what I mean X yeah. factor not a glue weirdly guy weirdly enough Tiger Campbell, I would say, is more of a glue guy.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he's the
1: starting point guard, and he 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 has vibes of like what should be an X factor, but he's more of a glue guy. And, and he might be Ky- <laughs> not the most
0: valuable player on this team, but he's the most important. That's what I would
1: say. Uh, But I I know how high you were on UCLA. I know you were you were drinking the Kool Aid. Yes. And uh, I just wanted to officially declare one week out from the start of the season that I'm in here with you. I have I'm taking big gulps of this Kool Aid. Pack twelve. Feed me the Kool Aid. Yeah. Serve me the Kool Aid. It's glacier free. I want your Kool Aid. Yeah. Drink it.
0: It's going to be good. I mean, I do think with the Jordan brand and with the hype and with the seniority, they have a veteran group. They get it. You know what I mean? And they've seen both sides of the coin. They've been horrible. Like you said last year, they've lost four or five games in a row and it's turned around and they've been able to turn it around late. So if anything, even if they are off the rails early, you know, God forbid that happens. They still know that there's a path to get it on the rails and, and go on a run because that's who they are as a team. And Mick Cronin is, you know, he's going to grind these guys into shape by the time we get to that point. I mean, whatever it takes he's not going to concerts he's not having fun in los angeles he's only coaching basketball and you and i are going to be here for it i mean i think the most exciting part is when you and i started doing this podcast in what 2016 you know, uh-huh. UCLA her, had yeah. Lonzo Ball and, you know, it, it yep. was like, OK, they got something, but Alford didn't fit. And then, oh, you know, the the cards. T.J. Leaf, don't forget about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah T.J. Leaf, that, was, that yeah. was a good era, you know I mean? But they had some players, but it just didn't all really fit together. And they seemed desolate at the end of Steve Alford. We were in Chicago. and We saw them at the CBS Classic. And to see where they are now, we have to, we, we owe them, like you said, to jump yeah. on the bandwagon well, to, be to be a part of the hype. And even if they fall apart, like I said, they can figure it out. It's, but it's our job as, you know, the right. media to say, "Hey, they deserve this hype." I think that's
1: exactly it. Was that I was like, "I I am in a position where I have no choice but to go down with the chip. Mm. Uh, I, I've I've witnessed uh, the, the the rise and falls and and ebbs and flows and whatever else. And as you said, watching what what appeared like we we watched it. What it didn't end up being Steve Alford's last game, last game but we it felt like Steve Alford's last game when when uh, at the at the CBS Classic. It was the second um, to last. It was the second to last, right? Because then they lost to Belmont at home, yeah. and that was yeah. the last. Yeah. Um, but when they lost, when we watched him, we kind of looked at each other and like, "This guy is, this guy's done. He's, he's pretty clearly done." And then he was. Um, so to see, yeah, to see UCLA on almost the top of the mountain is
0: uh is cool. So and, I'm, and I'm another I'm Pac-12 team is on top of the mountain in Gonzaga. So I mean, when you talk about what we've been able to bring to West Coast basketball, you and I, um, I mean the impact. Can I? We should, have, I, ran, yeah, we, yeah, we should yeah, have gone fair. as a tandem for Pac-12 commissioner. Yeah, in yeah. hindsight. <laughs>
1: You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> You're,
0: welcome. <laughs>
1: You're welcome, West Coast. Uh, by the way, vibe check on Gonzaga. I want to uh, also clear up some stuff here because I've been uh, rattling around thoughts in my head about Gonzaga because I – listen, Gonzaga is going to be very good. Um, and I, I I have been carrying water for Gonzaga for a long time in the sense that I don't think that uh, – you, you know, if, it, it, going back to like the 2013 team um, – i i I would fight battles for gonzaga where like they would they would always uh you know roll through the wcc and i think fans nationally would say that's cool but they're gonna choke in march they're gonna choke in march and then i got very angry about that i i remember doing a rant on this podcast i think last year when when gonzaga was wiping everybody wiping the floor with everybody and i was like if you if you still think that these guys choke in march you're out of your mind and then they lose in the national title game and i'm sure there's still some people that are like see told you they choked oh they're out there they're out (laughs) there uh but anyway, so I, I have I have been a friend of Gonzaga basketball for some time. You know this day. Mm-hmm. You you know I'm a man of of great character when it comes to Gonzaga. But going into this season, I I wasn't as high on them as I I wanted to be, only because I, I couldn't I couldn't figure out how this team was going to be better than last year's team. Like that and that, that's where my brain went. I was like, all right, last year's team was one of the best college basketball teams I've ever seen. They did not win the national championship sure, but they also lost to another one of the best college basketball teams I've ever seen. Um and I feel like they got worse. Like the, the pieces they lost, I don't think the pieces they brought in... It's simple math. I don't think the pieces they brought in are better than the pieces they lost. Uh, but then I want to make it clear that my vibes are good with Gonzaga. I, I've really, <laughs> really thought about it. And uh, I've, I've talked myself into Drew Timmy and Shet Holmgren just being like the Bash brothers and being just like the the, the two most... Hate, they, they might be number one and number two most hated basketball players in the entire country this year, those two guys. Yeah. And I love... That for Gonzaga, I love mm-hmm. I, I in my head, I want to get because I want Gonzaga to win a national title. And I think the way they, they were going to do it this year is if they were preseason, like fifth or fourth or whatever. And the idea of them being the overwhelming favorite to win the national title this year after what happened last year, that wasn't a position I, I like them in. But then I thought about like I, I just closed my eyes and pictured Timmy and Holmgren just like, I don't know, yeah. trolling opposing fan bases on the road. And I'm back in. And I'm yeah, like, Drew they're, Timmy. They're yeah. Drew
0: Timmy is Christian Leitner for this generation, and mm. he is going to make more of an impact this year in that direction. And I think Chet Holmgren is that NBA player star. next Cherokee to him. Parks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> exactly that kind of vein. I mean, that that's who Gonzaga is opening themselves up to, and they could have easily won a national championship and gone undefeated last year. I mean, I think we forget that just because we, the last thing that we saw was them getting blown out, they were one game away from being iconic forever, and. A mm. Mm-hmm. That we have to say is bar none the greatest team ever. That's what the conversation would have been like. And they added a five star kid to replace a five star kid. Of course, Corey Kispert goes away as well, so that will have an impact. But by the end of the year, it was Drew Timmy's team, no doubt about it, in my mind. And now that'll be even more imprinted on a guy like Chet Holmgren, who is plays a similar position and will learn some things from Timmy. Timmy's going to be the face of college basketball, and he is going to be hated. And I think that's going to be a good thing. You know, I mean, he's going to be beloved great. by Gonzaga. But someone's going to try to, you know, slay that dragon. They're going to try to knock Gonzaga from the top again. And uh, I I think it's going to be great for college basketball. And so.
1: I, I, I want to shout out Andrew Nimhard, too, who is um, yes. awesome. So, and like,
0: Jalen Suggs, I mean, we love you. But, I mean, Nimhard's going to be fine.
1: Nimhard's going to be very good. In fact, he was very good last year. He just yes. like he just kind of blended in with the rest of what they had going on. He's going to be – Rasir Bolton is awesome. We know this. Uh yeah, Gonzaga is gonna be really good. Which, uh, you know, I th- this isn't me going out on a limb. This is me catching up with the rest of America, where I was just kind of like, I want to believe, but I can't get there yet. I'm I'm officially believing. Basically, what the announcement is out of the gate for me, Tate, is I'm officially believing in the top two teams. Of the yeah, country. so. <laughs>
0: The hype was real. Mark Titus is in on the number one and number two teams. Okay. i love to see that. I'm excited about that. Can we talk about a team that I know Stay tuned for more uh, groundbreaking (laughs) opinions. Can can we talk about a team that I I am sort of buying the hype into, and I think a lot of people are going to say why, and it's, you know, the Hoosiers. I think Indiana is a very interesting team. Trace Jackson Davis, uh, you know, November hits, he's tweeting like, This is the month of college basketball. Today, seven days away. He's counting down the days. And a lot of people... I mean, this happened in August... They beat a Serbian team in the Bahamas, and I don't think we should overlook this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know this was a big story. They, they looked really good in the Bahamas. Um, I think Trace Jackson Davis is now somehow, well, I guess he was first-team preseason All-American, so he's not underrated by any means. But in the casual conversation, the, the Hoosiers are being overlooked. I think they're a nice sleeper pick, and I think Mike Woodson's going to have a really good first year on the job. I I know you saw this. Coach Knight's at practice now, in mm-hmm. Indiana practice. I mean, the juice is back. You talk about a, a, a programmed, that we have to as a media hype up i think it's our job to say indiana team to watch first year mike woodson with an all-american a first team preseason all-american that's a team that needs to get more consideration i know they're ranged from like 18 to 21 in rankings but we've got to talk about it more they're, so i'm gonna throw indiana out there
1: they're currently like the second receiving votes i think actually which is perfect mm. for them that's where they need to be but you're, you're absolutely right in terms of the juice in terms of the vibes uh, the Indiana is is in a good spot. They beat Belmont by the way, and the coach tied his scrimmage. Um, they they beat Belmont by eleven Tate. eight. Wow. They go eleven for eleven from the free throw line, which I was I was dying because like all the uh, uh all the commentary I saw about this scrimmage from Indiana <laughs> people I follow and and. See and you know maybe I don't follow them, but my friends follow. Whatever. Um, every tweet I saw was about Indiana's free throw per, uh, performance. <laughs> they, they want no one else was talking about anything else. But uh, <laughs> IU has sucked at free throws for under Archie Miller for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know how or why that happens. And uh, IU going 11 for 11 in a close scrimmage against Belmont has gotten people has, fired
0: up. And and that is Indiana <laughs> basketball. You know what I mean? Yeah. they're like play the right way, <laughs> make your free throws. No, I love it. I, I really I, I've bought in. Uh, And I'm drinking the red Kool-Aid when it comes to the Indiana basketball program. So they have my attention. And then another program that has my attention in a similar way that's under the radar is Florida State. Um, Florida Mm -hmm. State and Indiana Mm -hmm. are the two true bloods, true blood slash new blood um, that have my attention. That's because of Caleb Mills, Uh, the Houston transfer. um, He was getting buckets at Houston before he left. Quentin Grimes, you know, they obviously go to the Final Four without him. But I, I, I like Florida State, and they had a top 10 recruiting class coming in. I think they're under the radar. So Indiana, Florida State are like these dark horse teams. that I, I don't think they're going to go and win the title. But if you told me in March, you know, in April that they're there and they're in contention, I would say, oh, checks out. I mean, they have a lot of talent.
1: That's a, that's a Yeah, that's a good, uh, good way to put it, Tate. <laughs> I don't think they're going to win the title, but if they do. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't um, be shocked. You know, you know what else I feel good about? And then we'll get to the parts that, uh, the, the things we don't feel good about. Okay. Um, I, I feel great about Paolo Benchero. Oh, Ooh, do God. I
0: feel good about Paolo Banchero? Oh, no. Oh! <laughs> Co- Co- Coach, K, Coach K did say it was not about him. It was about the players. So that's One,
1: good. Tate, Duke won a game 106-38. Are you scared? Paolo Banchero, I know you saw it. He had a slam dunk. He jumped over <laughs> the...
0: <laughs> he, is, do you think he's truly 6'10", 250? That's what he's listed at. 6'10, no, he's 250. not 250,
1: but he is nasty. And he's like, I... I, 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 I I believe I'm buying every Palo Banchero piece of merchandise, stock NF, Are there Palo NFTs yet? Can I get a Palo Probably. Banchero yeah, NFT? Yeah. I'm sure. Um, I'm
0: sure someone knows about that. I I, I I can't. I can't with the crypto stuff, man. They're killing me. me they're killing me, me.
1: Me me buying a Coach K farewell. That's what I, I should get you that for your for your birthday. A, Coach K, a Coach K crypto coin K farewell tour crypto <laughs> NFT. Bullshit. Where you
0: told me it's worth forty thousand dollars. I'm like, I okay.
1: <laughs> um no Paolo uh I, as I said the the, the the interesting thing about Paolo Benchero uh as I've been very transparent about on the show is that um I, I can't really explain why I bought into him other than again maybe it was just like I, I looked up one mock draft or whatever but I I th- th- to be honest like I, I was working under the assumption that Chet Holmgren was the number one pick that Chet Holmgren is the guy in this recruiting class maybe Imani Bates I don't know I can't keep track of all the number one guys in this Jalen Duran now Jalen Duren's up there. Uh, so at the time when I when I I came on the show and I was like I, I think Paolo Banchero is going to be awesome. I genuinely did not realize that everyone thought uh, that he's now like the favorite to be the number one pick in the NBA draft. Uh, but I just want to say I I am I am buying into Paolo. I uh, the Coach K farewell tour, Paolo Banchero coming together in a perfect harmony is going to be so fantastic. I think Duke is going to. I I said this too. Ohio State plays Duke. We I, I hopefully will be at the game. Um, I think the Buckeyes are going to win that one. I don't think Duke's going undefeated in non-conference, but I think Duke is going to win the, uh, the non-conference. I think they're going to win because we're going to talk about the Coach K Farewell Tour. I think Duke is going to beat Kentucky in the, in the uh, Champions Classic next week. I think Duke is going to – I think Paolo Banchero is going to like have like a maybe not Zion type start to the season, but just <laughs> oh like absolutely gosh.
0: explode. Oh, my think, gosh.
1: He is going to be very clearly the best player talk, in college Talk basketball more about out of Coach
0: K. Well, Stop talking about the players. This is, this is uh, It's all about Coach and K. Coach K has coached this man up. He, he turned him into a 6'10, <laughs> 250 power forward. Since. Uh, riddle me this since Paolo Benchero has been on campus was he or was he not the number one pick before, before or after you know what I mean like because before yeah, he I the saw Chip, was he got number to one yeah. and as soon as he got to campus and coach K put his hands on him now he's number one so yeah it was all coach K I'm Coach just K developed you. him into a number one pick yet Scott, again he look, does it I, again
1: I, I Duke is not gonna win the ACC they're gonna they, of course they don't not. they don't ever win the regular season ACC. Of course we know course but I'm telling you Paolo Benchero is going to be awesome, and uh, I, I'm excited about it because uh, the vibe's are right. I, I, I just based it off of, like, I, I, I don't know. It just feels right, and I was watching the, uh, the, the the a little bit of the exhibition game. I wasn't watching the whole thing. They were up 106 to, who did they play, like Winston, Salem State, or whatever? I mean, I don't even think they played. Winston, Salem State
0: would have scored more than 38.
1: Um, and Paolo looks awesome. I'm I'm buying the hype, so there you go. Do with that what you Stephen A. Smith I, I went, there, went to that.
0: Salem State, by the way, and played basketball there, apparently. So um, <laughs> there, there's something to say about that. I will. I was watching what I was supposed to watch uh, as I get prepared for Duke, and that was Coach K getting interviewed by Andy Katz. Um, mm. And in the middle of the interview, I know you've seen the documentary The Jinx, you know, when Robert Durst, <laughs> like, he burps and, you know, he kind of like admits guilt. Coach K does that in the interview, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and it's Andy Katz asking him. He's, like, asking him about, like, the season and what he wants to do. And he's like trying to talk about it And saying it's about the players And he broke character for a second Just like Robert Durst and the Jinx He's like, excuse me (laughs) Back to me back to me. And then Andy asked him the layup question. He's like, what's it like walking out and playing in Cameron? You know. And then Coach K said he was jealous of his players because he wished that he could walk out and play in mm. Cameron. Um, so that's the Coach K Farewell Tour update. Um, it, it, it has been glorious, Titus. And a lot of Duke fans uh, that I know have been you know say, saying to me that P- I need to have more respect and people need to have more respect on Coach K. No. And if they listen to the program, they would know that we're talking about him every single show. So We, we talk sh- about
1: him every show, but also... show as- nothing but
0: respect as i've said all along i th- th- that i'm going to puke if if
1: people that have shown Zero respect to Coach K for the last forty years. Try, try to show respect now. Try to now show respect. Shut. Yeah. It. No, don't. Don't. Yeah. Please don't. If mm-hmm. if he gets a standing ovation, I what? swear to God, you you, <laughs> you will. I will not stop laughing if he gets a standing ovation in the Dean
0: Dome. Oh, he's gonna Wait. he's gonna he's gonna get it. He's gonna get uh, claps. He's. Got, I don't know if we we'll get an ovation. There's no way. We well, can't let class. that happen, dude. We gotta well, go to the game. I, and I, stop that I from refuse to be a part of it, as you know. I will be a boo brother, booing <laughs> as loud as I can because that's what Coach K deep down would want. It's kind of reminds me of like, uh, I don't know if you saw this, uh, this is happened in the pop culture world, but Marilyn Manson was at a Kanye Sunday service, you know what I mean? And he's like dressing all white and like, he's like praying to God, you know what I mean? That's how yeah. I feel like Coach K is right now. <laughs> like he's, Marilyn Man- God, he's-, <laughs> he's Marilyn Manson, like in church, and he's like <laughs> trying to get beloved by the people of God. And we're all like, no. we can't do this this can't happen Um, you can't just come to church this late (laughs) and expect to be loved coach you can't
1: say one prayer and think (laughs) at a time Except for all That's not how it works. All the sense. Uh, what else? What, what else are you feeling good about? And then we'll get to the bad stuff. Anything else uh, that, I, that, that you I, decided? I feel, re-
0: I feel really good about Brad Underwood and Illinois' Redemption Tour. I feel okay. really good about Kofi Coburn and Corbello and Trent Frazier. I feel good about that trifecta. I think Illinois is my team to win the Big Ten. Um, I think there's a lot of good teams in the Big Ten I I want to caveat that but I think they're my pick to win the Big Ten I think Kofi Coburn is my national player of the year Um, I think he's gonna have a really big year I'm not gonna say that they're the title favorites because again redacted I have redacted them for my predictions Mm -hmm. Uh, if you hear me say the word redacted I am talking about Illinois when it comes to tournament time but right now uh, as far as like bold big like sweeping things I feel good about them okay I like that. Yeah, I like. I like that you, you've been consistent with your your Illinois love.
1: That's a that's a smart play. I think this is uh this is two thousand five, uh, some sort of two thousand five thing going on here. I think with you, where you're trying I, to win I, over I, favor I w- from I Illinois fans. I want Illinois.
0: I want them to get their title. You know what I mean? Like they're they're a program that operates like title winners. You know, and I think like one of the mm. things that they have to deal with is other fan bases coming in and saying, "Who are you? You've never actually won a title." You know, and if they get that national championship and they can hang that banner. I think that you know they they got My- a seat at the table.
1: Yeah, my one theory is that you felt bad about two thousand five and you're just trying to like
0: well load
1: them up for that. My other theory is that you're scared of the 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 fourteen year olds in Naperville that are on oh, Twitter uh, that are uh, fired uh, off. Any fourteen to you about. year old on Twitter, I mean, is
0: is is a villain. You know what I mean? They're they're a heinous, heinous individual, but you know, good for them. I do think I, I love my brother's name is Gill, so I've always loved Kendall Gill when I okay. played with the Hornets. So, you know, I like the flying Illini. We've had Stephen Bardell on the show before. Bardo's always been great to me. So, like, you know, I have like a soft spot for Illinois. And then the 2005 team outside of my Carolina love, I like the team. You know what I mean? I like Darren Williams. I like D Brown. I like Luther Head. So. Mm-hmm. It's it's a guilt, if anything, Titus. I mean, it's like hanging over my head. And then you you saw obviously Io DeSumo comes in the game for the Bulls uh, mm-hmm. in Boston and leads them on a big comeback. Has 14 points, career high, uh, and then says Brad Underwood got him prepared for that moment. So I, I feel like I feel like there's a lot of good Illinois energy. So I, I, I'm gonna put that out there.
1: And, and the fact that Kobe Coburn, this is actually great and for Illinois. Katie Underwood
0: that, is on our show. I mean, come on. We, yeah, we that's have right. To show she was an up. intern
1: for our show. Yeah. Uh, also, Kofi Coburn getting suspended for, th- th- that's actually good for Illinois. I think it's actually yeah. funny and it's actually, it like, piss him off a little bit. It gives people story, off the scent
0: too, you know what I mean?
1: If you miss the story, during the that stretch where Kofi Coburn was, was going, pro. Uh, going pro but also in the transfer portal, and like his one announcement was like, I'm a hundred percent not coming back to Illinois based on all of the things I'm doing, which is like entering the draft and entering the transfer portal and all this stuff. And then he ends up coming <laughs> back to Illinois <laughs> uh, during that stretch when he thought he was going pro, he apparently sold, he, he did what the uh, the Ohio state football tattoo guys did, which is like, take all your memorabilia that you get um, and yeah. sell it off. And uh, <laughs> he did this. Th- this is now, by the way, I <laughs> know yeah, it's so stupid. This is now, by the way, legal per NCAA rules uh, via the the name image likeness
0: stuff that is has which which effect. makes it even worse you know in retrospect yes. for all like Todd Gurley get in trouble for autographs I mean there's so many moments over time but Kofi
1: Coburn did all of this apparently during like a like June somewhere in June he was doing it. like literally weeks before the name image likeness rules went into effect yes so he he's kind of the last guy that's gonna get punished for name image likeness <laughs> yeah. violations. Which is
0: ridiculous. Like why can't we grandfather him in? That's the whole point. I mean, it, it really is dumb. But it's also like you said, it's like kind of comedic at the same time. No, I, I like, think this
1: is good. I think this is great for Illinois. Yeah. So he's what suspended three games. Yep. Um it's uh, he's gonna be more fired up when he comes back. I think this is this is great that Illinois gets to be like the last name image likeness. I know you know they're Indiana Jones running right for the 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 <laughs> the wall is closing and they're sliding in they're trying to slide in right under uh they're they're the last ones they're the last ones that the NCAA caught um and that's cool that's uh you, you hang that banner if nothing else you can't hang the 2005 banner hang the banner that's like we we ended the last ended... punishments yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> We ended
0: players not getting paid. That was it. We were the last ones. We were the I, last. I saw the Big Ten was a Big Ten side of the day. They have the most NIL money uh, as a conference. Did you see this? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, of they're, course. No, they're number yeah. one in NIL money. Um, so congratulations to the Big yes. Ten. You did it again. The Big Ten will find anything <laughs> to energy. rank themselves number one in. They cannot help themselves. They will find, and, and now it's NIL money. So, again, the Conference of Champions. Oh, wait, no, not that conference. Uh, <laughs> hang the uh, bear, dude. <laughs> hang the banner um
1: what okay so uh those are the po- do you I have more one more positive team? okay I, I had one more positive thing I, I feel good about which is COVID in general um Ooh, i i, that's I a good feel one. good i feel good about this season not being uh i i feel good about like not having to to talk about like who tested positive and what that means for you know what i mean yeah like i that that was that was an absolute nightmare last year beyond like the the real world part of the virus then you're like taking it to sports and and trying to suss out, like, I don't know. I, I feel good about that not being a thing this year. We can just yeah. talk about the basketball. Yeah, it's not like... Talk a, about the basketball. Yeah, it's
0: not like about, you know, what games or who's in protocols, what games have to get yes. moved. I mean, we remember last year, famously, the Baylor-Gonzaga, uh, the title game was supposed to happen earlier in the year, and that game yep. got moved, which kind I of was... I was outside.
1: Like, I found out about the game being canceled <laughs> as I was, like, opening trying to open the door to, yeah. to the We were, like, texting each
0: out. other. We are like, are you on the way? And uh, you were, like, Something. I... I was literally <laughs> about to walk in, um, but uh, yeah, we spe- hopefully we don't have that this year. That'd be great. Speaking of Baylor too, Baylor comes
1: back uh, from COVID break. They they almost lose at home to Iowa State. Mm. Uh, the, just the whole the whole and 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 I put more stock in that game than I probably should have in retrospect. But um, I don't know, it's a confusing time. I don't think we have to worry about that this year, Tate. It's it's it's. It, I feel good about that. So th- that's th- good vibes there. Now let's get to the not fun part. What uh what have you given some thought to? And now as we're a week out, you're saying to yourself. Don't feel great about this. I think this is actually not as not as secure as I thought it was.
0: It's really tough, you know, as mm-hmm. I as I think about this. But I mean, it's a team that I actually always kind of have this feeling about, and it's Maryland. I I think that Maryland <laughs> is going, despite all the optimism I've heard from the Maryland fans. I think Maryland is just not going to be. I mean, where do they rank? Like twenty second? We saw in the AP poll somewhere mm-hmm. in that range. So I mean, you know, you got Fats Russell. You know he comes in. You got Wahab from Georgetown. There's a lot of excitement early on. Like when the transfer portal stuff, you know, was first getting reported. What did we do on the show? We were saying, "Oh my gosh, Maryland!" Danny Manning. Danny. Yeah, Danny, Danny Manning. Yeah, Danny Manning's on. So, staff, so yeah. like Maryland. I think probably four months ago, five months ago, I was thinking to myself, "Hey, I like Maryland. I think Maryland's a, a fascinating team." But. I feel like I've run. I'm running on fumes with my Maryland hype. So like as I as I go into the season, I don't feel as excited about Maryland and Fats Russell uh, as I did maybe a couple months ago or right when they got the splashy transfers. I, th- I, it just doesn't feel good, Titus. So th- that's my first no-no team. Uh, they are ranked. I'm sure it's a little bit, you know, harsh. Maybe because they're ranked so low, but uh, I'm I'm not feeling good about Maryland and the tournament. It's church. gonna
1: be, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a typical Maryland. See, it's a, they're, they're in turgatory. I think they're gonna be. <laughs> they are going to be good-ish. Mm. You know, they're. I think they're gonna be ranked for most of the season. Um, but yeah, l- losing a, a Daryl Morcel to to Marquette was that that is. I I have I've yet to see that fully explained to me. Big Ten defensive player of the year, local kid, like he he's the heart and soul of Mar- it, it, it it's the equivalent of like he's better than Aaron Kraft but like Aaron Kraft's what, what comes to mind. It's like if Aaron Kraft transferred from Ohio State is before his senior year, right? Yeah. Like that's that was my interpretation of it. I was like, why what what is happening? How is this uh, how what what how why what? And I still have <laughs> not got an explanation as to why this happened, how this happened, how Mark Turgeon allowed this to happen. And listen, like he's not he's not like Morcel is, is he, I think he was their best player. I don't mm. know, maybe not like most talented, but like he was, he was the guy to me when I would watch Maryland basketball. Was like that's the guy that like puts his fingerprints all over everything. Um, It's it's not like losing him is devastating in the sense of like top tier talent type thing. It's not like you're you're, you know, losing out on a guy who's gonna be a first team All American or whatever. It just feels like a
0: piecemeal team and and they don't they're not as good as they may even look as you would think on paper, you know. Fats Russell takes a lot of shots. And Wahab, I mean, I think that that could have been like more of a flash in the pan moment where he really got on and got hot for a little minute. You know what I mean? So it's like I just don't have the full faith in Maryland having this amazing season as maybe you could convince yourself into early on uh, in the off season.
1: Yeah, more so leaving though. I guess what I'm saying is like he was like a canary in the coal mine to me. I was like, there's yeah. something. There's something. Yeah, going he's on like here. a heart. There's he's something. Like,
0: yeah, he, he's the heartbeat of the team at some level. And anyone that's the defensive player of the year, <laughs> losing that is is going to have some sort of effect on, on them. So. I mean that's not really a major hot take, but you know Maryland. I don't believe in Maryland.
1: Yeah, I, uh Eric, Ia. Uh, they're leading scorers back. <laughs> Why can I not say <laughs> Ila. I, I God damn. Um, he, he's back. Uh, so they'll. The, I. I don't. I, I'm with you. They, they. It's a piecemeal team. Dante they'll, Scott. Yeah. They. They. They got good players, but uh, that, that's fair. But. You know, I, they were I think gonna, it's gonna finish like
0: they were gonna predict to finish like six in the Big Ten or something like that. You so know what not I not do love
1: shocking. about you know what I do love about Maryland, and I'll I, I say this every single year about Maryland. Um as we as we ride the Turgeon roller coaster of, mm. they, they won the Big Ten. By the way, we gotta give we gotta give shout out to Maryland for winning the Big Ten a couple years ago. Yeah, they did. Um, so they did. They they are officially in the Big Ten, but. um no matter how much the, the turgatory cycle goes around and, and Maryland is just good enough for Mark Turgeon to not get fired but not good <laughs> enough to actually make a final four, be a final four threat or whatever, um, I do love, I genuinely do, that Scott Van Pelt will fight for his boys just as hard no matter what. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He, like he, he, he's, he's going into the season. If he listened to the show, if he listened to us talking about it, he'd be like, you guys are way off base. We're going to be great. We're gonna be fine we're gonna be just fine yeah you don't think wahab's gonna (laughs) be good with this team with turgeon (laughs) yeah he
0: develops big men yeah
1: look at that roster look Mm -hmm. at that danny manning one of the Mm -hmm. best big men coaches the the exactly (laughs) okay with cutis wahab are you nuts they're gonna be fine they're gonna be fine um my uh my one one team i'm worried about um and i I, this is another clarity thing for me because i i've been wishy-washy with uh I, i rank this team i believe third Second, on my on both my fraud power rankings and my overall preseason AP poll. I forget if it's oh, third wow. or second. Uh it is the Purdue Boilermakers. I'm officially worried <laughs> about Purdue because uh Ooh. S- secret scrimmage update. Purdue lost at Providence in a secret scrimmage, 89 to 88 in overtime. Um, which isn't the concerning part, Tate. The concerning part is this they were up fourteen with ten to play, and Purdue fans are are painting this picture that uh, they just let their foot off the gas. They were trying some stuff. That's what you say when you lose a scrimmage. You say mm-hmm. we were trying some stuff. Mm-hmm. We decided to throw out the two three zone. We're never going to play two three zone. We just wanted to see what it looked like. Yeah, we're just trying. It's a scrimmage. Yeah, we're just trying some stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they choked away a fourteen point lead with ten minutes to play, according to the the reports coming out of Providence. Also, Jaden Ivy, who I do think is going to be awesome, but this I you know I got to be a fair and balanced journalist here. Jaden Ivy, who I have. Uh, I believe I've said could be the best player in college basketball this year um, at, at some point during the offseason. He had eight turnovers in this scrimmage date and a 40-minute scrimmage. He also had six fouls, which I, mm. I didn't realize was possible. So uh,
0: make it... it ma- they play like, summer league rules? So <laughs> yeah, like, Let him keep playing,
1: Dude, uh, Nate Watson on Providence had nine fouls, I think. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I like that. Um... So talk me off the ledge. Like Purdue, the, the, Travion Williams, I don't think, started. So maybe they were trying some stuff. Maybe that maybe
0: it was just well, trying some – I think, I think they have a problem at the five, as you and I talked about, because Edie played with that that U19 <laughs> team, and Edie is a really solid player, and he's obviously a great five in the freaking nature, really. I mean, he's seven four, So, I mean, he obviously has to get some minutes, but he and Travion played the same position. They talked about maybe putting Travion at the four, but that doesn't make any sense because he's definitely a five. So uh, they probably just have, you know, kind of a a sludge, you know, at one position. And then you're trying to make a guy like Jaden be the guy, you know I mean? This, this is the first time, not, you know, the first time I guess the pressure is on sure. him to be the guy at this level at Purdue. So, um, I think it's more growing pains, if anything, and in the scrimmage, maybe you get in your head a little bit. Maybe you're trying to be too cute. Maybe you think that Providence has no real shot and Providence has some players. So, you know, maybe, maybe that's how this all comes about. And maybe it's a good thing that they got shook a little bit. Um, and like you said, I mean, you can, you can wash it away. It's just a scrimmage, but I'm just worried that they, they might be a little bit too high. Maybe they're like a more of a, you know, 11 to 15 range than they are, you know, a top 10 team, at the moment, but I, I still believe in Purdue. I mean, I, I like Matt Painter, and uh, I'm not I'm not done with Purdue. I'm not going to say I'm off the bandwagon. There's about five teams in the Big Ten you can really talk me into this year to be in national title contention, final four contention, and Purdue is one of those teams.
1: Okay, um, I I
0: th- do I, I think I, Illinois I, or do I think Redacted is better than Purdue? Yes, I do. This is this is why I'm worried though about Purdue is because um,
1: I. It, you mentioned you mentioned Edie and and Travion Williams. I, I'm worried about trying to piece together how this team comes together as a team. You know, like their yeah. their pieces are awesome. Edie, Travion Williams, Jaden Ivey might end up being. You could make a cat if you want to make the argument, I'd listen to it. That, uh, the top three players on any team, like they, you know, if you're playing a three on three deal where you're like, who, who has the top three players or whatever, you know, um, they might have the, the, the three best if that makes any sense, mm-hmm. but how are they going to come together? Jaden Ivy, uh, it, it, it I, I'm more like on the one hand, I want him to have the ball in his hands because I, I think like if he just runs the show, he's going to just put up insane numbers and be awesome for Purdue, but on the other hand, can he, it, it, can he both score? Is he a point guard? I don't think think he's really a point guard i think he's like a, a slash he's like a d wade type dude that's like you know i get yeah, buckets yeah, yeah. and i need the i'll i'll get the ball in my hand and i'm kind of running the offense but i'm not really a point guard here yeah that's yeah, the yeah. vibe i get from Jaden ivy which is uh worries me about mitchell like, yes yeah. it worries me about like setting up Stefanovic, who is on uh, who can be an awesome asset for purdue and is probably the best three-point shooter in the big 10 um so if I, i'm worried about ivy both being like the guy who has the ball in his hands but also being asked to like set guys up and i'm worried about ed and travion williams like balancing out the minutes with like who gets to play when and how do they fit together
0: No, you mentioned Ivy having to be asked to be like a a facilitator too. uh, You know, a scorer and a facilitator, and it happened like in the NBA. Marcus Smart was talking about uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and he's like, they need to pass the ball because they play isolation basketball, but they don't Mm -hmm. play isolation basketball in operating areas to make the offense flow. You know what I mean? Like they're just playing. They're like they catch the ball wherever, and then they start dribbling, and then trying to take you on one on one. But they don't operate where they force the double team, and that gives someone an open lane you know what I mean so it doesn't impact the game it's like Mm -hmm. it's a peripheral game yes they're getting their points yes they're getting their stats but it doesn't impact the way that the game is being played and I Mm -hmm. and I think with with Jaden Ivey he probably has all those one-on-one moves probably all that you know in his bag he has all that but he has to learn how to play the game to affect the game. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's like the next level. And people are like, how does Rondo... Why is Rondo so good? Or why Why is Jason Kidd so good? It's like... Because he, he works out of operating areas that make you have to double and come help and move. And then it opens up lanes for other people. And then therefore... Everyone's eating. Everyone's touching the ball. We play great basketball. And we win the game, and, yep. and that is like the next level of evolution for Jaden ivy and that's going to take some time. You know, I mean that, and, that, that is a progress. That is a process that that will take some time. So I'm not but, freaking out.
1: He's, but I, you know, I, I I've I've looked at this box score enough, update from this secret
0: scrimmage. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, where it seems like you
0: you were you were like on I've, the message boards with the producers No, I've
1: I've 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 really studied this box score, and I've I've come to a strong conclusion that uh, Purdue it's it's not Purdue's year like I thought it was, and it pains to say because i am a Ooh. booster as you know um you but are. i i'm worried about how this team's gonna fit together i think the talent is there but i'm worried and, and speaking of which p- mark me down by the way as also being worried about texas
0: i've, I've talked myself into circles that, about texas that as well. was that was my next i'm worried team. about texas that was my yeah. next team that i was gonna throw out because uh you know all everyone the hype is
1: insane dude insane. i saw si si
0: put out the number their, two their, <laughs> their top They're number top two. I I was going to say, whoever's doing the PR for Texas basketball has done a fantastic job. But Marcus Carr is now, I guess, considered one of the best players, if not the best player in the country. Marcus Carr. F- okay,
1: I'm going to say this and this is this is hater. This is salt. This I'm going to preface it by saying this guy has you killed Ohio State. You should think he is from what he's every, done to Ohio yeah, State. Yes. Listen, every every time this this dude and you don't need to look it up cuz I know it's true. This man averaged in the the eight games he played against Ohio State or whatever it was, he averaged 39 points a game. 39. Like he, and and was 8-0. We yes. never beat him and he averaged I, I whether that's true or not, that's that's the truth that's how that I felt.
0: believe. Yeah.
1: Um so th- this, is, this is, I'm a hater as I say this. So I'm going to preface it with that, but I'm still going to say this tape. This man has gotten two coaches fired. He played for Kevin Stallings. Stallings got the boot from Pitt. He transfers to, to Minnesota. Uh, Patino gets the boot. Right, and then then Ben Johnson comes in, and now he's transferring to 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 Texas. He's not going to get Chris Beard fired. That's not my point. The point is maybe this man puts up numbers, but does he win basketball games? Yeah, today is going to be the question. Yes. how how are how are Andrew Jones and Cordy Ramey and and I think it, like what what's happening with Texas? I I think is what happened with uh. Uh, Nevada, that one year, I
0: I don't know why that's the team that they they've been on my mind. A no, lot, but you're like, right. They have but, ten guys or, that could actually play, and on paper, like they have two starting fives at Texas right now. But does that mean that they have one starting five that's actually this, really good? You know what I mean? I yeah. Or, or does that
1: mean like like a guy like like uh Who's Timmy gonna, Allen from yeah. from Utah who transferred in, or what do you average at Utah? Like it's like twenty and ten
0: or or whatever Trey it was. Mitchell from um, UMass? Like any of these guys that have come? Our, in. Yeah.
1: I I think the 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 thing that you tell yourself is that all these guys are going to average the same like marcus card's going to bring his 19 and a half points a game from minnesota to texas and oh my god add that production plus timmy allen's production plus you know uh, ask you from kentucky's production plus you know and you start like putting it all together you're like holy hell this team's going to average 171 points a game (laughs) but they're not they're not going to average 171 points i think texas is going to be very good um I, I, I would put them at, like, the, the I don't know, 9, 10 range yeah, somewhere exactly. in the preseason. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and that's but where like, they
0: should be. But now they're, they're, like, top three, top five Dude, the, hype, the Texas hype is out of control. It's yeah. insane. It's no, insane. They, they're on my list, and the other team that was on my list with the hype is Kentucky. I, I think mm. we have to be honest about this. Mm. If North Carolina went nine and 16, there's no way they're a top 10 team the next year. <laughs> I don't care who transfers there. No. I mean, I mean, it's, it, they went nine and 16, their worst record since 1926, 27. And they are a top 10 team coming into this year. And they have a lot of guys, you know, Mintz is, is still there and he's one of their best players last year. I mean, I, I know Ty Ty Washington is supposed to be this Supreme talent, but are, are they really a top 10 team? Yeah, you they are.
1: Take t- t- everything I just said about what's not going to happen with Texas, where all the production going to Gonna to come together and they're gonna average a ton of points. That I I, I believe that's gonna happen in Kentucky. I think wow. Kentucky, all those guys that have uh, I, I wouldn't Boy be shocked if, it's hap- if it happens. I'm
0: not shocked. I'm not shocked if it happens. But I will say, it is amazing to me how quickly the hype just came right back. I mean, congratulations, <laughs> to John Calipari. I, I respect it. I, I see it. I I, I acknowledge it, but, but my the, goodness. I mean, it's a tree. Like they're basically waiting on the three guys who were in high school to come be stars, as, as they always <laughs> do. And then the talent that they had last year. I mean, and then C.J. Frederick and I mean, look, I I love Davidson basketball, but I mean, we saw we, we saw Grady last year. We saw him in person, and Titus, or, I mean, Titus, he was not who we once saw. You no. know what I mean, he's a different player. He doesn't even shoot like he used to. I I, I don't know. But, so. Uh, I mean, I have some red flags about Kentucky being a top ten team off the rim. So. I'm
1: with you. I'm with you. I understand the frustration. I, uh, I, I, would be frustrated too if I was like, you know, Carolina. it's a blue blood it's, frustration. You know what I yeah, mean? It's a blue blood. You're, you are the fourth blue blood on the the preseason rankings. Mm. Kansas and Duke and Kentucky are ahead of you. Um, Ridiculous. I understand that, but uh, I don't know. I, I. I, I put me down, like I, I think you just have to it's the same logic I was using with UCLA I think like it's my role as a media guy to just buy into the hype for Blue Bloods I think mm. you just have to I think you just you just don't ask questions you're just like Ty Ty Washington yes know nothing about you before I, I, I watch your, your, your exhibition stuff but I, I knew nothing about you but I, I believe in you I believe that you are the guy I believe that mm. you are the next John Wall Ty Washington
0: I didn't like not? what I saw in the scrimmage either so that, I should say that I did get eyeballs yeah. on the team
1: but that's... No, Kentucky's going to lose on Tuesday. Duke's going to beat Kentucky. Um, yeah. That's going... Like, Duke's... I, I, I see it in my head. It's clear as day. Um, but I, I, I'm not selling Kentucky. I, I, I'm i not too worried about Kentucky. But, yeah, I, I'm with you in that. Like, if they win nine games and then they... Because we are talking... I have caught myself like thinking, like, Keon Brooks is back. Uh, Mintz is back. Like, they have their leading scorer and their leading rebounder back. And usually on with a Kentucky, nine and 16 like, yeah, team. Exactly,
0: yeah, exactly. So exactly. like, who cares? Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, I, if anything, I would think that's a detriment yeah. to the team. Right. That's yeah, what I'm that's, confused about. I, I didn't know that just because they it's the next year they got that much better. That's that's where I'm confused. I'm, I'm going to do a, my official position on Kentucky is wait and see. I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, look, <laughs> me too. Me too. Look, they might come out and blow uh, out Duke and I'm, you know, I'm eating my words. What? But I'm just I'm worried. Where
1: else are we? I, I, uh, one thing I don't feel great about in general is the Champions Classic. As yeah. a, as a, I, in fact, I'm gonna, I'm gonna expand the entire take and say early. I, 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 don't feel great about the early pre, the early season. I don't know why we call them preseason, um, tournaments in general. MTEs. The excitement around them, the MTEs. Um, I think COVID killed them last year and I, I feel like people are, uh, uh not not as i I, i'm worried about the uh the excitement around all of these things as the season gets underway like the month of november is usually like awesome because there's champions classic in maui and battle for atlantis and and all of these things are still going on uh and they're quote unquote back but as we know maui is in vegas the champions classic is they they need to shake it up we we bitched about this for as long as we've had the podcast i think it should be
0: teams vying for the four spots yeah, that's what I think. I think it should be yeah. some sort of point system where like Villanova, Carolina, UCLA, like some of these other programs can can get into the Champions yes. Classic because otherwise it, it doesn't make any sense. Make it like an actual make it an actual uh, uh, the last four champions. Like so it moves like, in, you know, so it's like the last, within the four year last four years. Those four teams playing it. Yeah. I I don't know. The four
1: the four power conference teams that have averaged the most wins in the last five years or something. I don't know. Yeah. But like yeah. yeah,
0: Figure out some sort of scale to make it a a moving thing.
1: But the but the idea of it like the the whole point of of having this event was to start off college basketball with a bang and at the time it was new and novel and now it's like not anymore. And we just kinda roll our eyes because we realize it's just become like a a PR push for these these schools, but also the the marriage of ESPN. It's just like a big brand play and we yeah. all see right through it. I think that's what it is. I think we're, that's yeah uh, we're all too
0: aware. Yeah.
1: We're all too aware. And and also like the 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 conclusions that you draw from these the, the it, they, they ultimately mean nothing. Mm-hmm. It's ultimately like that that's the other part is that um it kind of does feel like a preseason game
0: that uh, i don't know <laughs> yeah no it, I, does, it feels like a showcase it feels like an aau showcase or something like that it doesn't feel like yeah. that and the teams always look very different by the time we actually get to see them yeah, playing exactly. in january february march yeah
1: they they should have just shuttered the champions classic after zion and rj and cam reddish and jack white beat the hell out of kentucky in yeah. indianapolis you and I, I were joking
0: beat. about jack white being the starting five for for duke you yeah. know what i mean and yeah. at the time that's what Kay thought he was that was the peak of the Champions Classic. They
1: should have just shut it down then. And then Quentin Grimes balled out for Kansas against Michigan State. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> There's a great example. Quentin Grimes balled out for Kansas. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. This guy's the, by far to,
0: the best player on Kansas. And then yeah. in two months, he's transferred.
1: if if the NBA draft was the next day, uh, Quentin Grimes was going like third and Tyler Hero was going undrafted. (laughs) And that's why we don't believe in the Champions Classic. Quick break. to talk about our friends at First Leaf. Anyone who drinks wine knows the options are limitless, which is why finding a wine I like can be hit or miss or used to be hit or miss, Tate, back in the Mm. day, back before uh, I discovered First Leaf, back before first leaf entered my life and made this so simple for for me mm-hmm. uh the holidays are coming up folks you might be going to a friend's giving maybe a family's giving which i think is just thanksgiving i think it's just the traditional <laughs> thanksgiving whatever it is you could be the guy or, or gal that shows up with the uh with the cool wine and sets the party off and is like i got these great wines um and and the great thing about first leaf tate is you don't even have to have any idea of what you're doing they do it for you they they they, they have it all figured out First Leaf is a wine club that curates and ships wines that are perfect for you. And since they work with renowned winemakers all over the world, there's virtually no limit on the variety of wines you get to try. Not only does First Leaf introduce you to a ton of new wine, each box gets better. When you rate your, the wine you receive, First Leaf learns more about your palate. But here's a fun little not so secret about First Leaf they work directly with winemakers, which means you get incredible wine for 60% off of retail first leaf is so confident you'll love the wine they have 100 percent satisfaction guarantee if you receive a bottle that isn't exactly what you were hoping for first leaf will credit your account go go sign up for First Leaf, please for the love of god this is uh this is it it it, it it's it, it makes it. too much sense it makes yeah, too much too sense. Easy. this has changed my life for the better they send us bottles of wine and we we try them and i th- thumbs up thumbs down and they they make it all the better it just,
0: it just makes you just a wine kind of tour you know it makes it, it easy for you
1: join today and you'll get six bottles of wine for 29.95 and free shipping just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash tate that's six bottles of wine for 29.95 and free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash tate
0: yeah Oh, uh, what else what what else what else are you feeling uh worried about you don't love i mean honestly you know as I, as I go through the list it's not really like the top teams that i i don't really love but i i still don't love that san diego state hung the banner um, before they went to the NCAA tournament, mm. and, um, you know, and we we were down there. I still don't love that. I, I don't know why. Um, that's still in my head from 2020 uh, before we lost the tournament. But it, I, I, for whatever reason, I'm out on San Diego State. I don't know if it's because I'm in on UCLA, and maybe <laughs> there's like inherent bias there. But uh, uh, I. I'm out. I'm out on I'm out on San Diego State this year. I don't believe uh, they're, you know, like the the, so they got some votes for the top 25, but I don't believe so. um, I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that straight shot at San Diego State out of nowhere
1: (laughs) (laughs) after they were so warm and welcoming to us. And you very hey. I could I could have asked you is there anything else and you could have just said no and you're like no I do have one more thing no 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 <laughs> I mean
0: I was thinking like as a UCLA a, as a full UCLA guy we just had to say that who who
1: is UCLA's uh, rival who who are we worried about if we're UCLA fans Arizona uh, it, was it Tommy, Arizona, Lloyd. Tommy Lloyd USC doesn't USC usually beat UCLA in basketball Yeah we were there or am remember I crazy?
0: we were there at the end of the regular season when they did the last second shot Yeah that was yeah. Uh,
1: we've been to the last few like I feel like every time I've watched USC play UCLA USC wins
0: Yeah. <laughs> so there's something there. So we gotta fix that. And, yeah, fix we that. gotta fix that. And Tommy Lloyd. <laughs> Let's clean that I, up. I didn't bring up Arizona during the teams that I I'm interested in, but I think Arizona's gonna have a good year with Tommy Lloyd. Dude, so. shout out uh, Ben Ackerley Arizona walk on. Did mm. you see this clip uh,
1: in the scrimmage or in the uh, the exhibition game? The, the dude, this dude Ben Ackerley gets in um, and and sprays one with nine seconds on the shot clock tape from the the logo, the wow. midcourt logo.
0: Wow. He's got his heels on the logo. Mm. Wet. Yeah. It was amazing. Shout out to him for that. Did you know that Kerwin Walton made 24 logo threes in a row? (laughs) Do you know that? Can't wait. You
1: you know what I feel good about? I feel good. No, no. You know what I'm worried about? (laughs) Put put me down for being worried about this. Here's a vibe check. I'm worried about your belief in North Carolina. I'm worried about about
0: the other shoe dropping. Don't be. Don't be. I'm not. Look, if if it doesn't work out this year, we're building towards the future. You know what I mean? Okay. I believe I believe that we have the dude
1: after the last I, it's show. All we all Love. It's all After all Caleb the last love. show we did, man, I was I'm worried about you being able to keep it in your pants if North Carolina starts out like five and zero or something. Oh, it, it's over. <laughs> with. If we beat
0: Purdue, if we beat Purdue and Villanova. You're gonna hear me going after the AP pollers for the disrespect. <laughs> so much disrespect towards Hubert Davis. It's a, and honestly towards Mike Woodson. Those are the two the two coaches that got the most disrespect yeah. in my opinion. Uh, where it was Mike Woodson in Indiana and Hubert Davis in North Carolina. That is but, the, the the best
1: situation for the show is when you and I both truly believe that Ohio State and North Carolina are amongst, <laughs> our like Final Four teams. Like absolutely. Yes. When we fully believe in our teams, that is the best possible content that we can Ohio, produce because. Ohio
0: Ohio State is a team that I like. I just didn't want to put them on the list, you know what I mean? Because Coach Holtman's, a, you know, the coach of the program, he's our cop, and we don't we don't want to put bad juju or any pressure on him. So uh, uh, we'll Ohio State
1: being. is uh, here. Here's something I'm worried about: Jimmy Soto's TikTok. Have you seen these TikToks that uh, oh, no, uh, Jimmy Soto's has put out? I will say uh, this: in, I, in call it the, I call the
0: call the Jackson Mahomes rule. If yeah. if if the player is like doing TikTok, you know what I mean? It's like don't let him do it. You know what I mean? Just like cut it out, take it out of his hand. You know, just. Give it a rest, at least during the season. Go zero dark thirty during zero dark the season. TikTok. Zero dark TikTok during the season, okay. <laughs>
1: you can use every other social media, yeah. but uh, if, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, Jimmy Soto is a is a is a, uh, a role player on Ohio State, to mm-hmm. put it kindly, um, and he is a TikTok quote unquote star. I don't oh, know what gosh. constitutes a, a star, but uh, nothing good. I've been I've been getting these sent to me just constantly by people like come get your boy like I got I got friends texting me I got people sending it to me on Twitter like what what is it because uh EJ Liddell and Justice Suing and and Kyle Young and all these guys that like are the face of the program the faces of the actually like the actual great players are getting caught up in this state and they're appearing in these TikToks I'm worried about that with Ohio State how do, I, how do I stop this? What do I do? What do I do as a proud I, alum?
0: I, you know what's hilarious? There's like a TikTok kid at Carolina that I don't know his name, but he's like he, – he does little dances, but he can't dance. He's like a little white fraternity kid. And people keep sending that to me all the time. And I was like, I don't know. I don't have TikTok. I will never have TikTok. In fact, I think all the time, like when I turn, you know – I think maybe when i turn 35 i'm just gonna go dark on social media you know forever and just be done with it because I, I did see like peaky blinders uh you know they asked him you know about being on the internet and he was like too old for that you know i i, I want to be able to say at some point i'm too old for that um but the tiktok thing makes me feel that way and i, I don't know anything about soto's tiktok there's a tiktok kid in carolina that I, is is ruining the brand he's literally ruining mm-hmm. it ruining the university's brand with his TikToks. <laughs> literally like a menace to society i don't know how to stop him i, I don't know i don't know what i can do about it but it sounds like you're having similar problems so yeah my my solution this is the final countdown let's get rid of tiktok like let, let's get because it, it's only hurting brands of our yes. schools that we love so we
1: are we are zero dark tiktok
0: <laughs> get rid of zero dark t- operation zero dark tiktok i'm worried about I love dancing State. you know what i mean I'm but kidding. this isn't dancing these are like uh, these are just like motions
1: um wasn't uh uh was the original TikTok with college basketball uh wasn't there a video of Marcus Page and Roy doing something at uh that, that was like I mean you what am I thinking of happy It was Marcus Page Roy. It was happy yeah it was happy it was yeah. Pharrell <laughs> yeah and Roy had a hat on right. Marcus Marcus had the head, head on.
0: Okay, I'm trying to That's remember. That's when I knew we weren't going to win the title um, immediately. <laughs> See, I, there you go. That, yeah, that was the no original no, TikTok. No, you're concerned. I, you're like, it, what are we doing here? No, I, yeah. I was like, I was like, no, this is. Well, you know how it is. Like sometimes you just. Sometimes in college, when you're a college star, like the year after you become a star, you kind of have like this. It's like a little bit of a letdown. Like a little bit of a, you know, just the, the, there's just more hype on you, more and there's more scouting on you, and there's more tape on you, and all that sort of stuff. And I think when you throw in a TikTok dance on top of that, you have no hope. So get, S- <laughs> get Soto, get Soto out of there. Don't let him do any TikToks. I don't know oh, how to man. stop it though. It's not good.
1: I, I yeah, I'm 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 very worried about that. Um, all right, what what else is there? Shoutouts, well, closeouts, wrap well, this up. We got the, another thing. You're I, got, I got it.
0: No, right. let's let's do shoutouts because I, okay. I got to shout out Villanova. Did you see that? This is a video. I'm sure it was on TikTok, but uh, the elevated court. Uh, yeah, as they yeah, storming the nice court stuff. people falling down and collapsing um i i don't know what to do with that but if villanova has a big game at home that they win uh it looks like it's going to be chaos um but shout out to the fans shout out to the elevated court that's like pure comedy you know what i mean like a lot of people are like what's funny nowadays what can you say what can you say what you can do is have an elevated court and have people fall on their face because there's nothing funnier than that so uh, every appreciate time that villanova Every time I see a discussion about uh, court storming, which
1: is not exactly what this was, but it's it's, it's court storming adjacent of all yes. these players. It's in all the these same people. category. It's in the yeah. same category. <laughs> and all the, the people tripping. Uh, I will never forget the Iowa-Iowa State game at, at Iowa State in Ames. Um, mm. And Iowa State wins. This was, what, almost 10 years ago now? And they stormed the court. And this was like a, a huge discussion amongst the college basketball media types because... One of the reporters that was at the game broke his leg tape. Yeah, yeah, got stormed. It, it, they and and there was there was just everyone was losing their minds. They're like, <laughs> we have to ban this immediately. This guy got trampled. He got his leg. Tra- and then the guy tweets from the the hospital, like he gets out of surgery, and he was like, I tripped over my own feet. He's <laughs> like the corsetor had nothing. He's like I tripped over a cable and, yeah. and snapped my leg in half, and that's what happened. It had nothing to do with the the corsetor. And then everyone was like, oh, okay, never mind. Well, back to my <laughs> original point. But anyway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh that was so funny that was so funny um well well, this video I think is good PR for court storming you know what I mean because it's kind of like do it at your own risk you know what I mean you might not make it yeah. Uh
1: I want to shout out uh Division 2 Point Loma who beat the absolute snot out of Pepperdine. Are we worried about our Pepperdine, yes. our sleeping giant Pepperdine Waves Tate. In an exhibition we are. game, this one does not count. Pepperdine is still 0 and 0 on the season, mm-hmm. but they lost an exhibition game to Division 2 school 77 to 50. 77 to 50. They
0: didn't just lose Tate. They lost by almost 30 points to a Division 2 school. They miss Mo Williams. Uh, just kidding. I forgot. He was on Cal State Northridge staff <laughs> with, with Mark Gottfried. But they miss uh, they, they miss the energy that we brought to the building. Uh, we went to our one Pepperdine game. Pepperdine should be good. They had Colby Ross last year who obviously goes on to the NBA. So they, they lose their point guard. That was a real big talent for them. But you know how Lorenzo Romar works. He's going to get some, you know, uh, a four-star guy that kind of went by the wayside. He's going to get them to go back and play for the Waves. So. Might not be this year, but I believe Romar will figure it out. He'll find some talent, but uh, that's not was, good news. Who
1: who was the, the – was it Kanye or Drake that went to the Pepperdine game like right before we went? I think it was Drake,
0: right? Was it Drake? I think it was Drake. Uh-huh. All right, we got to get Drake back in the fold. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty much our show. Like, Drake, Drake is a little bit of our guiding light, you know what I mean? Like, Do- he, he, he's he been to Villanova and said he's a Villanova fan. He's been to Kentucky and took an airball three. Uh, yeah. You know, he loves think- McGill. He loves so many college basketball teams that we're a part of, yeah. Or Do Jack- you think Drake was at this game? At the Division two point Loma versus yes. Pepperdine? Exhibition yes, game. <laughs> there's, a, there's a chance that he was at this game, yes.
1: Cut to the video. What, what, what's the video? Was it... uh uh. Durant got hurt, or was it Clay
0: or whatever? Oh, he's pretending when you know, he's just like, "Oh, it was, like, Durant. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so it was right. Durant, yeah, in the finals." It was like <laughs> well, obviously <laughs> this has changed because Durant. Remember Durant was like, "I'm coming back to play," and everyone was like, "I don't know if that's a good idea." And then he yeah. was balling out, and then he yes. went down. And then, and then that Drake was pretended reaction. to be upset. Yes, yeah, exactly. Drake like, pretended oh my to be God. upset. God. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> live look at okay, here's here's a here's a uh, verbal tweet that I should have tweeted a week ago. Uh, yeah. live look at Drake sitting courtside as Pepperdine <laughs> loses by twenty seven <laughs> to division two <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, damn, man. damn. <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's Oh man. That's what I see. That's what I see. Uh, uh what else we got? What other shout outs? Uh, honestly uh, (laughs) I know that I said on the show that North Carolina played Notre Dame uh, a couple weeks ago but they played Notre Dame this weekend and uh, it wasn't good Titus it was not good (laughs) at all um... I, I don't know how you win at <laughs> Notre Dame. That, uh, so so here's what I'll shout out. Here's what I'll shout out. I'll shout out Cincinnati because I think a lot of people were saying, like, whoa, Cincinnati's six in the CFP rankings and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But to win and beat Notre Dame, like the, the phantom calls that this program gets at home, I mean, it's unbelievable, mm. what the, these calls. And for Cincinnati to go there and to beat them, I think you have to beat them by two touchdowns to win in South Bend. And Cincinnati is a, a very, very good football team, and they should be considered for that fourth spot. Oregon gets the fourth spot. Ohio State number five. I think mm-hmm. Cincinnati should have jumped and got that fourth spot, and then Ohio State be five, and then eventually Ohio State takes Cincinnati's spot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That would that would be like the 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 right way to do this. The rules I mean, of uh, operation. Here, here's, so to speak. Here, here's my question about
1: the football playoff. Put yourself in a Cincinnati fan shoes or uh, Wake Forest. Say Wake Forest is undefeated.
0: How about hey, that? Hey, you want to hear something crazy? You know who what? else is undefeated? The only nine in OT. In the country, literally the only nine and zero. Is that like San Antonio, <laughs> Oklahoma? <laughs> oh, dude, get out of here, Oklahoma! Get out of here! I, I, no, 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 Oklahoma I, no. is nine and zero. Oklahoma is garbage. are number dude. one, t- I know they're, they're garbage. They're terrible. I know they're garbage. But if you, if you, the Big Twelve has literally been erased from the the conference, they're nine and zero, Titus. They have not lost a game, and they are
1: no, eight. They've they've lost a lot of games. They just haven't. <laughs> Not on the scoreboard. Okay. But lost, like, okay. They, they, so they, lost, they're, the they're they lost, the lost the PR battle. They lost the PR battle, and they are
0: nine and zero. But again, this is this is uh, the CFP is. It's all you know. But it's a here, subjective game.
1: Here's my question to you, though. Put yourself in the shoes of Cincinnati or a Wake Forest or an Oklahoma or whoever else, right? Um, who a team that you've talked yourself into as like should be second or third or whatever, and you look up today and you're, nice. You're you're, you're 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 yeah Eighth. yeah you're not in the mix. Yeah. Um, would you rather Cincinnati be put at second in the initial rankings. And then Cincinnati continues to win. And then other teams just keep jumping them week by week. And then you know, and then Ohio State ends up winning the Big Ten and they they're the ones that bump Cincinnati out. Cincinnati's like fourth going into the Ohio State's fifth, going into the Big Ten championship. Ohio State wins. And then they jump Cincinnati and then you, you're now heartbroken as a Cincinnati fan that you fell out or would you rather the committee just be honest up front and out of the gate they're like yeah you're we're,
0: we're not going to put you in FYI yeah. you're not getting in I think it's better to just be honest right because wouldn't like I agree that it's fine to be up front, but then you automatically, you know, you've admitted what we all know is that it's a rigged system and that they have no (laughs) chance to actually go to it. So, like, why even play the game? Like, at the end of the day, if you're Cincinnati, you're like, why are we even here if we have no actual shot to actually be in the game? And we all can be like, yeah, why are we here? Should we just come up with another championship where there's, like, the power... Championship and yep. then the what do they call them? The G5? The, like, G5. G5. <laughs> <laughs> the G League. <laughs> yeah, then we have a G5 championship over here. Okay. And if Wake Forest goes undefeated, they better be in the playoff. And I'll say this if Wake Forest goes undefeated <laughs> they in Alabama, they better be in the, playoff, be in the playoff. You better respect the ACC. They better be in the playoff um, and, and, and get Alabama out of here. Alabama yeah, dude, lost. Get, the, get Bama you get out, of Alabama here.
1: out of here! I, no, I, I, uh, th- th- I think the whole reason I went on the college football tour I went on is so I can speak from a place of authority because I've yeah. seen these teams in my own eyeballs. I've, yeah. I see the college football people love saying that, like the, the the I, yeah. I saw Bama. I saw Bama. I saw them up close. Mm-hmm. I saw that front line up close and uh, that front seven up close. I've <laughs> seen them work. Um, I've seen Bama Tate. I've seen Oklahoma. I've seen Ohio State. I've seen Oregon um yeah i have seen uh who else is in the? <laughs> yeah uh Bama. get it get them out of here get oklahoma out of here and put ohio state in
0: <laughs> i mean i think ohio state <laughs> will be opinion. ohio state will be in by the end this is a, you- this is a, a great year for ohio state to win the title you know what i mean as the four and we're not gonna the win the title seat. but i think georgia's winning the title georgia's definitely better now you guys played, uh, you guys are the four seed and you guys play georgia i'm taking ohio state money line
1: yeah, I mean, I, li- I like I like that situation where we got nothing to lose. Oh my god, season, that, that is
0: Georgia's nightmare.
1: But if we if we meet Georgia in the title game, we're screwed. If it's no, a, like we the three, yeah, we're not you're Georgia. You're meeting Georgia one four. That's the game. That's the game. Um, but I n- next year's Ohio State's year. Next year we're gonna be we're gonna be we preseason number one. I hope year. Kirby we're wins first. Uh, I hope Kirby wins. By the way, uh, Ohio State in the first ever college football. Pre uh, uh, uh playoff era where they put out the the rankings how they saw it you know like they did tonight when they th- this version of this in 2014 the very first look we got at the playoff picture Ohio State was 16th Tate. just to illustrate how dumb this whole exercise is the mm. year that Ohio State won the national title they were 16th in the initial college football playoff yeah. rankings
0: <laughs> yeah because you guys had no quarterback right that was like the
1: we was... we lost to Virginia Tech at home that year and. Everyone counted us out, and then we just slowly the started Hokies. climbing back up. But the point isn't even about Ohio State; it's about the, Again, the general ACC football. I mean, are you kidding well, me? What was what was Wake Forest tonight? Were they what? who was 16th tonight? They're, that team's winning the national Forest title. Wake Forest is number
0: nine, so they're gonna win the title. Um, I, I think uh, I believe in Clawson. Uh, the claw fence. thats what they call his offense. The claw fence. Uh, <laughs> Shout
1: out to Tate being the one guy still watching ACC football.
0: <laughs> now that Clemson sucks, <laughs> yeah. still hey, there man. churning it out. Uh, we're all—we're all just trying to figure out like who the new top dog is. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, you know now we got the cats out of the way, we got the tigers out of the way. We're all trying to figure it out. So it's a lot of uh, fun. If Wake Forest isn't in, I'm gonna have a—I'm gonna have a real problem on the show. I, I want Fox to give me a VOD where I just attack the whole system. I'm like tear the system down. <laughs> It's broken. Uh, the system is broken.
1: <laughs> Ole Miss is number 16 this year, so congratulations wow. to Ole Miss. Two lost Ole Miss. They lost to Auburn and Alabama, but they're going to still find a way to win the national title. Congratulations. So.
0: Lane Kiffin, uh, a national title. Who'd have thought?
1: Anything else? Is that it?
0: That's guys, all I got. I think that's, that's all like I got. It. Yeah. All right. Great that's show. Um, are we going to do a preview on our next show? Or are we going to do? Because we've done yeah. in the past, we've done quadrants where we rank every team. We go through that. But the season starts in less than seven days now. So I almost feel like we should do like a, a, a you know, maybe an awards or like a, you know, interesting storyline. We
1: should. Yeah. To
0: be, uh, to be honest, I wanted to do it this, this week, but yeah. um, you know, no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. We need, we will do a lighter version of it. And at the end of the day, the season doesn't really start as we all know. It doesn't until, really start until the <laughs> ACC Big 10 Challenge.
1: We need a we need a uh, take counter of when the season's actually started. Yeah, right?
0: the ACC Big 10 Challenge. That's when it really starts. You just you just like retweet scores
1: that are posted and you're like the season still hasn't started yet. Yeah, yeah it doesn't and then, count. And then Carolina beats Purdue and you retweet that and you're like
0: season started. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as soon as we beat Villanova season started. And here we go. The season <laughs> has officially we, started. As we all know, college basketball starts at the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. Um, that's what no, it is. No, dude.
1: College basketball season doesn't start until I get the text from Rosty and that's like, let's have a big year. <laughs> did you see he's eating food with coaches
0: now? He's upgraded
1: from media <laughs> exactly. members. Yeah, it's good. Should we have John on the show? We need to have one of those types on. I'm trying to think of who it would be.
0: I mean, Andy Katz is our guy. Andy Katz know, is always going to come on the Andy, show, I but I mean, but he's Andy, almost Andy's it's on it's every bad. show, and and, and yeah. he he deserves a break. We we can't keep asking him to do everything for us. Uh, <laughs> he interviews everybody. I, have you seen fe- the Coach K interview? By the way, you need to watch I, I, it. If you're at home, I, I did go watch, watch a little it. bit of it. I, I watched the. He, I watched like he 10 has seconds a Robert Durst moment. I know Jim, our producer, he loves the jinx. I know he loves that. Or he goes and takes the piss and says, yeah, I killed him? No, yeah, he's, got, he's mic'd up, and in the interview yeah. he goes and takes the piss and goes, I killed them, all of them. And then it's pictures <laughs> of, like, all the Coach K uh, successors that didn't make it. <laughs> it's pictures of Josh McRoberts. Just Will saying, Joe. Yeah. Saying I was the number one recruit in the yeah. country, and you have yeah. me
1: setting screens for J.J. Redick? What Taylor the hell? Taylor King. It's like all, <laughs> Michael, <King>. Michael
0: Jibinage. <laughs> Rashid Suleiman. Oh, man, this season,
1: Uh oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, never mind never mind uh, uh I, I lost my job oh we were, we were talking about Andy Andy yeah. uh I, I feel like I've gotten dumber about college basketball weirdly by having Andy on because um I know that we when we have Andy on every week he can just like explain stuff to me and I don't have to like you know what I mean like there yeah, be yeah. A, a situation would happen in the past that I would have to like read out like the 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 sh- shit the Carolina Weinstein report you know? I read every single word of that damn thing. Mm. If that if that dropped Same. tomorrow, I'm like, I'm not reading that shit. Just have Andy on. I'll ask him about it. <laughs>
0: that was back when I thought everyone in the media read everything and then I realized that no one reads anything. That was like no no one reads that, anything. that was no. like when uh, like it was all broken for me. I was like, Wait a second. So I read this report, what the hell? No one no, else. No, you
1: get the uh the initial PR blast gets put out and, frames and that's the, the story. story. and then yeah. everybody reacts from that initial framing yeah. of the story yeah. and that's that's kinda how it works. And
0: that's why so, when whatever. you're in journalism school, all the journalists are like, I really just kind of hate the PR department and the PR department's like those idiots over there won't give me a pull quote <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, oh man oh I have one more shout out shout out to uh, Donda Academy they, they got another kid a uh, kid from Nashville who's committed to Rutgers Braden Moore is the kid's name uh, they're putting together quite a squad so keep an eye the, on that. Donda the, Academy is there, doing, is, there
0: is a documentary to be made about what is happening with the Donda Academy and I don't think it's a good documentary you know what I mean I think it's a fire fest type of situation because there is no school here i mean i i you know i have friends that that are in simi valley that that have a place there and i was at that's where Donna academy is, apparently is and they they didn't know there's, that there's no <laughs> no i mean they didn't know that they were like what like no like in that, that doesn't exist put them to
1: use man they got to be our donda correspondent. <laughs> um could <laughs> you imagine that we have donda correspondents <laughs> all right that's the show we'll uh we'll do a preview uh later in the week as i said i apologize last week uh we got got a got a wrench thrown in the system um for uh i, I don't know there, there's not really a story to tell it was uh, my grandma passed away it was my my father's mother uh she was uh 82 years old so it wasn't exactly um you know i, I don't think the 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 headlines would classify this as a tragedy tate she lived a full life a, a life full of love all that sort of thing but it was definitely unexpected in the sense that uh she was she was still, you know, living at home, and and uh, her and grandpa just, I don't know, living everyday life. Her health was, you know, so so. I don't know. You're 82 years old. What what is does good health look like at that age? But uh, yeah. it, it came out of nowhere when my dad called me and told me the news. Uh, it, it 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 surprised me. It's it shocked me. I I was not prepared for it. Um, so we went home and we dealt with it. But uh, I don't know. Shout out to my dad. I guess is the is my final shout out to to pops. sorry, buddy. Um. Yeah, who I know listens to the show. Uh, I don't know. Grandma was a legend. We we, we loved her dearly. We uh, we we still love her even though of she's course. not here. We will love her forever. She uh, she set the standard in my family Tate. She and, and I want to shout out uh, my grandpa as well. My my grandmother and grandpa have the greatest, the single greatest love story that has ever existed. Um, <laughs> I I I. I I, it, it, it was like they, they honestly they set the standard for what love is and i know that sounds goofy and stupid but like when, when i was growing up i would just like i would watch like a disney movie and try to like conceptualize what it means for like two people to be in love and then i would just go to my grandma and grandpa and i'd be like is that is that true and they're like no it doesn't work that way or yes it does and like they they yeah. just formed what love is <clears throat> because tate my grandmother and grandfather were married for 68 years almost Mm. They they were on the race to sixty nine. They mm. they ultimately did not make it. They their their sixty eighth wedding anniversary would have been uh, Christmas Eve of the, they were married on Christmas Eve. Wow. Uh, my my grandfather was seventeen years old when he married my fourteen year old grandmother. <laughs> it was a different time back in the That's day. That's wild. It was a different time. They were they were uh, they were dirt poor for most of their life, and, and uh, they, they made it work just through. There was just a great love story. Just like it was like one of those deals where like if we just love each other hard enough. We'll everything figure will the be rest okay out. yeah and it actually worked and yeah. um and those they're they're they great human beings and i love them dearly and uh we'll miss grandma but uh that's my way of just kind of i don't know i like being transparent to the listeners and explaining why we didn't have a show and i had to go back home and, and deal with all that and Love up on family and, and yeah. get get some perspective on life. So, anyway, um, well, your
0: grandma raised a great man and your dad, and uh, obviously it trickled down to you. So, um, you know, I think that's apparent for anybody that listens to the show. And uh, I, you know, again, I think uh, everyone's sitting there love to the whole Titus family, and um, you know. You're a good guy, not not to make the pun, but uh, <laughs> good, you know, good, good guy of the week, good guy of the week, man. You're the you're you're a good man, and uh, you know we. There's nothing that you can say. We were talking off air before this, I man. I lost all my grandparents uh, by the yeah. time I was ten, and there's nothing that you can say that helps other than like you you appreciate the impact that they had on you because like you said they they grew up in a different time and uh and and you know made this world possible you know i mean what they went through i never would have. you know i, I we used to hear story you know stories and i'm just like i can't believe that that's how you guys made this life for us you know yeah. and, and now yes. you and i are able to, to live in los angeles and do a show together and uh you know yes. so.
1: I tell my, I, and, and the, the thing I love about my grandparents is when I tell them what I did for a living, uh, <laughs> when I would go visit them and I tell them what I do, they would just be they, like, there, there was not an ounce of jealousy. Like my, no, my grandfather no, no, worked at not. a, my grandfather worked at a Chrysler factory in Kokomo, Indiana for most of his life. My grandmother, the one job I knew that she ever had was cutting off chicken's heads when <laughs> she was like 12 years old working on a farm. Yeah. And then I think like when she got married, she just became like a professional mother. Um yeah. and like that's what they did for a living and they they had zero money and then I and then they're like so what what is he doing now Mark and I'm like I don't know I'm making coach K jokes for yeah. the internet yeah. so, grandpa hey, He's but, like well that doesn't pay doesn't well, I'm well, like
0: Well Kokomo has come in handy we've met a yeah. lot of good basketball players from yeah, Kokomo yeah you know? yeah
1: Yeah and I'm like I and I probably well, your salary what you made at my age I probably make that in a week now grandpa and he's like i'm happy for it. you he's made like, it you like, did it yeah, yeah i <laughs> love that it's called good so, people man that's good anyway um yeah grandmas are are the best they are the yes. uh, the my great my grandmother the way i explained it would be is uh she she was the answer key at the back of your math book where you know you're working on your homework yeah I, I didn't call her all the time i didn't it's not like i talked to but every so often i'd be trying to do something my grandpa's the same way i'm trying to like fix something i'm trying to like make some recipe i'm trying to do something I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna flip to the back of the book and check the answer here. Let me just call Grandma. And, yeah. Grandma, how much how much salt do you put in the cookies? She's like, well, you know, and, yeah. and she, just, she just rips off. She knew she had 39. I'm I'm long winded, I know, but I I love this woman. She had 39 uh, great grandchildren. Tate, 14 grandchildren. She had one great great grandchild that's due in January. Um, and this woman knew every single birthday the day the month the day and the year of every single one of her kids grandkids and great grandkids which like I don't even like I I literally don't know you and Jim's birthday (laughs) yours is in March and I know Jim's (laughs) is in December and I don't my grandmother knew every single you know
0: and probably every phone number off the top of her head I mean that's how my Nana was I mean yeah like every recipe like the back of her hand you know it's like it's those are special people, man. Of, of a special time, and uh, <sighs> I, I hate that you're going through that. But um, you know, she sounds like an amazing, amazing woman. So I, I, I feel for you and Coach Titus and the whole family and Ryan, obviously. So I mean, it, it's. Uh, Anyway, yeah. we
1: uh I we appreciate it. Uh I, I I just wanted to say all that just to say that like we I I we're we're back now. The college basketball season is here. We'll do the previews. We'll 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 get it done. The, the we're, we're back to regularly scheduled. And program. if you have your grandma that's call why, your
0: grandma and tell her you love her. I mean, that that's yeah, like do a, that. yeah, do that. Yeah.
1: Please do that. Please for the love of God do that. Mm-hmm. Um and we will see you guys Thursday with
0: uh, with a little bit of a preview. Yeah, let's do it. At T-Mobile for Business, unconventional thinking means they see things differently so you can focus on what matters most. That's why they become the leader in 5G, number one in customer satisfaction, and a partner who includes 5G in every plan. So you get it all. Unconventional thinking from T-Mobile for Business. OpenSignal Awards T-Mobile is America's fastest 5G network. User experience report July 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com for JD Power 2020 award information. Visit JDPower.com slash awards. Dell's Black Friday event has arrived, and it's the perfect time to step up your creativity. With early access savings up to $300 off PCs, it's Dell's biggest sell of the year. Get more into what you're into with the latest XPS and Alienware systems featuring Intel Core processors. Save on top monitors, docks, and accessories, all with free shipping, plus great financing from Dell Preferred Account. Call 800 by dell for Black Friday deals. That's 800-BUY-DELL.